go, about to talk about our um, time at E4 Empire LARP. Day number two, Saturday. Well, day number three, but game day number two. Yeah. This, this Saturday. Yeah. This, this Saturday. <laughs> part, part two of the podcast is what I mean. This Saturday. Uh, Robin, what did we get up to on the Saturday? Oh, my God. So much. Yeah. So, so much that I'm like, shit, what order did everything happen? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get, yeah, we'll, we'll get the, the easy stuff out of the way first. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we got up, did our coffee thing, then... Do you know what I like? Um, sorry, do you know what like, I absolutely love about our sort of coffee thing in the morning? Is the fact that more and more people are like, they're just like hanging out. And I love that like out of character sort of bit in the morning of just this all like, you know, being like, wow, so Today. shit went down yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's very much the, the coffee thing was never really, obviously I just wanted a coffee for myself, but it was, it is very much a... Uh, bringing new friends into our trap basically <laughs> that's kind of what uh, <laughs> come on we yeah. have coffee yeah yeah one of us <laughs> exactly it's it's just it's nice to have people hanging out you know and it's obviously a good it's a good excuse to see people see everyone in the morning it gets people mingling and all that so yeah i really like that aspect to it um so the saturday we were fighting uh we were monstering in the big uh <laughs> in the big in the big um conjunction um, once again, we were Yugara. So the Yugara are—they um, used to be marchers a hundred years ago, and now they are under the the uh, the rule. Um, but they, they they like the Yotun, so they're under the rule of the Yotun. So, we love the Yotun. Yeah. So it's it's Yugara and Yotun once again. So that's that's like four out of four that we've monstered as. Yagara, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I have a second character at Empire mm. because every time we've monstered, it's been the same. So I've got my same little character that I just pull out for the monstering. <laughs> oh, did you? I thought you died this time. You went down this time. I you? did. Yeah, I was just about to say you I did you, die this time. You join me in the respawn point. Anyway, we'll get to that. I did. We're just not there yet. <laughs> But well, the thing is, I knew because I knew what uh, I knew what battles were coming up over the weekend. So I knew that we would either we were it was pretty much guaranteed, wasn't it, that we were going to be yeah we were going to be Yagara again because the options were Yagara Yoten, Yagara Yoten on the Saturday or just Druge on Sunday. So I you we had a good uh, we had a feeling that we would be up against the Druge on yeah. Sunday. So we were like, oh yeah, we may as well take our Yagara stuff. But anyway, I was just like, I'm, I, I was really happy that it was, I prefer monstering on the Saturday because a lot of people don't prefer it because they don't want to deal with like the hangover. And there's this whole thing of just like, oh, if you've got a hangover on the Sunday, then maybe you, maybe people don't show up to monster because they've had too big a day on the Saturday. But honestly, like cause Saturday's the longest day because it's time in early and it's time out the latest. Yeah, I mean, I, I prefer doing it on the Saturday. I've changed my mind since last time because yeah. I think last time I said I prefer monstering on the Sunday. But no, that's not true. Um, I think for me anyway, even though this is now our fourth event, I'm kind of used to getting into my kit and getting into character. But still, each time there's a few, you know, kinks I need to work through. So I quite like having, you know, doing the monstering on the Saturday. Getting into character and sorted it out because then I know on the Sunday morning I've like 
trialed everything that I've got that weekend and it's a bit quicker getting ready. Yeah, you've got yeah, you've got like hours as well. So you can like chill, have lunch, and you know you've got another ten hours of, of gameplay, you know, whereas on the Sunday you get back and then you're like, right, I need to get back in a kit, I need to go have a shower, have oh, a kit. Yeah. You've not really got much time. But anyway, so we went we went out and um I'm gonna keep my story very brief because it was brief. Uh I didn't even bother. I liked I like having the monstering off to be honest not that i don't put effort into it but i'm just like you know what i'm not gonna wear my armor i don't i'm not i don't have any want to be part of an elite monstering unit because it's just more energy expended i quite liked just reserving my energy i literally just wore my gambeson um and my like my padded leg armor so that i could get like one point of hp at the very least yeah um, take my great sword and chill uh anyway so we were fighting we were yagara Jotun fighting against wintermark navarre and the marches um so this is a very uh unique combination because navarre and wintermark are like huge nations um and we're used to fighting with navarre so yeah fighting against navarre i thought oh this would be interesting i didn't get to do that because um, <laughs> i died straight away basically i died instantly um we just uh, wrapped ourselves around uh, this block of winter markers i ran in got killed i was right next to the respawn point i was like oh, i'll be fine you know i'll just respawn i'll just go and run in there i went down in the first two minutes of the battle and just hung out at the respawn for the entire time and the battle was over quickly so that that is literally my story of monstering i have no other input <laughs> um yeah, I was in that same area as you. And again, I had the same sort of like, you know, concerns. So I was like, oh, it's going to be really weird fighting against Navarre. I've never done that. I still haven't done it because I was fighting against Wintermark. Um, it was quite interesting, actually. I don't know if maybe they all did a bit of a change of tactics or not because I we were in the woods. So I was just expecting, well, Navarre will be in the woods. Didn't expect to see, you know a wall of round shields coming towards us. I was like, oh, this is different. This is new. And it was quite fun, I guess, like fighting in there in the woods. We, we did end up like surrounding everyone again, but the ground conditions were a little bit, you know, out of character dangerous. So we ended up moving out. I saw you go down at that point, but I was like, ah, yeah, we're monsters from now to respawn. You'll be back in no nope. time. <laughs> Nope. yeah so so yeah like we so we kind of like headed out from there and it was interesting actually it was an interesting vibe and i keep saying that word because um it was over with very quickly i mean i didn't expect it so fast um to the point where within the first 20 minutes i heard someone on our side being like well we've already achieved the objective and i was like oh cool so we're just fighting for fun now. And then there was um, Wintermark where um, they they seemed to have adapt to, uh, um, adopted some new tactics. So they were charging out of the woods at people, which I, I thought was really cool. I must admit, I was like, oh, this is different. This is new. And to be honest, I had like similar thoughts where I'm like, well, you're always fighting against the same people. You, you like changing the tactics does, you know, surprise people. But they weren't following through with the charge. They were yeah. like charging up to us, stopping, relining, walking back, 
And then charging it again, I was like, oh. Yeah, that's more like block skirmishing or something. <laughs> yeah, it was. But I, I think, but because none of us were biting back because we weren't Druze, because we were Yulton, none of us were actually like biting back on that. We were just like, no, so we're going to hold. Okay, we're going to hold. Because I was in with all the Yulton. I wasn't in with the um, Gara. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was with the, the actual Yorks, the Yugara, the humans. Thank you. I was in with the actual Yotin at that point. I was in line with them. I was like, "Oh well, they're not running in, so I guess we're holding this." And um, that's me holding a sword. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't holding one of their hands. Like, oh, we're not allowed to go yet. <laughs> can we go yet, Mr. Yotin? Can, can we go yet, Mr. Yotin? Do you know what? Um, can I actually rewind a little bit? Because we had the most fun at the start of this battle. It was a little bit ridiculous. Um, so we were with our our sort of unit um, and <laughs> the most simplest thing we could not do at the start. They wanted us to stand in rows of five. We that was it. That out. Yeah. We could not do it. And it was it was like some sort of weird comedy sketch where one person would step back and two people step forward to fill up the, the mark. They were like, no, you're, that's still six. Yeah. We need five. And this went on for a long time. It was really funny until we got out into the woods and they were like, okay, take six steps back. And everybody just went, we've only just learned five. We don't know what six is. And then there was a sort of like joke of being like, could we have a Yukara education system in place, please? Because none of us can count. I mean, that was my entire <laughs> game, to be honest, because it, it that carried on in the respawn point. Because then they yeah. were like, right, okay, line, I don't know what it was. At, at E3, they were just like, right, just everyone just, you know, just group up, you know, Yukara <laughs> on one side, Yota on the other side. And then just like, all right, respawn, go. But they were like lining us up again in like, Six, yeah, rows of six, you know, six, and it was like, yeah, that was my entire experience. So I, I didn't even, I, I, I cleaved one of my own teammates. That's all I'd managed because I was like so frustrated. I was just like, ah, oh, whatever. I'll just cleave the nearest. Person. That was in the respawn. <laughs> yeah, um, it was a weird moment where, um, some winter markers came up to spawn camp. Um, oh yeah you told me about yeah this. it was it was really odd and we were like what then but there was a lot of us and the refs actually went up to them and went oh like this isn't obviously like you're not supposed to know that they're going to spawn from here which is metagaming but also it's not even like clever metagaming like if if you wait here and we respawn all these you are going to get steamrolled you know <laughs> like so they literally went you need yeah i just i would just leave if i were you we didn't respawn anyway but um yeah, it's that that that's a weird. Thing. So for people that um don't know how like the system works, obviously there there are like in-game parts and out-game parts. So when out of character, you can sometimes see people that aren't technically there. If you're dead and you're yeah. walking around, you put your hand up and you're invisible. Yeah, that was it. Hand up, you can't see. You. Yeah, um, because sometimes get confusing when you're looking through the distance, and so, especially if you're like monstering, you're waiting for Imperials to come through the Sentinel Gate. You can obviously see them, but they haven't come through the gate yet, so they haven't appeared, and yeah. So. exactly yeah. yeah and then um so yeah so i was 
still back there, you know, fighting away. It was quite fun, actually. When I heard the objective had already been like, like, oh, I was like, you know, I'm, I just want to have some fun role play with people and just, you know, be a fun monster for people to fight. And it was great, actually, because I end up against this one person from Wintermark who is also dual wielding, which I kind of always jump at that opportunity because I like fighting against someone who's also dual wielding because, um, it's just more interesting and I had a lot of fun with them and um, if you're listening you looked absolutely bloody terrifying and I saw you later in the glory square but obviously I was Arendelle later so I didn't know who you were so I couldn't come and say by the way that was really cool yeah, have, yeah. um but yeah I cleaved your leg that was me and then <laughs> after that they kind of like rolled over us all and I was like whatever you know they're gonna take me down here and I was down on the ground and as I was there, one of the marchers went past and they were like, and this is someone who like I knew as RNL. And they kind of walked past and they made a little joke because I knew I'd been drinking with them the night before. And they just decided to like wind me up while I was on the ground. So um, well, I'll use my other cleave against them. <laughs> and it was quite funny, actually. It was like, obviously, I just went for their leg just because it was fun. And eventually, and then they eventually just left me there and carried on walking. And I like bled out there. And then I got up and headed back to the respawn. So that's my first ever time at the respawn. I was like a lost child. I like got up and I was like looking around going, what do I do? Yes. <laughs> like, a ref came over and they're like, <laughs> they're like, what do you need? <laughs> I was just like, I feel like I was in school putting my hat like, where do I go? Yeah. I was like, I went, where did the monsters respawn? <laughs> Yeah, it's kind you're of like... quite confusing because like they start oh, the battle, yeah. they're like, oh, respawns over that way, and obviously you get like you get completely turned around. Um, I'm starting to because this is our fourth event, so I'm starting to get to know the field a bit better now. I'm starting to yeah, be able to be like, okay, now I know the I'm kind of knowing the geography of the field a bit better, um, which is which is is a is a big tactical advantage, you know, if you come to a lot of events, you know. I. I did really well the first event with this because the very first event when we were scout when we were monstering, I was a runner for the, the for our like like generals. So I was a runner. So I got to know everyone's faces quickly. And I still recognize their faces now when we're out doing things. But I had to know everyone in charge face and I had to be able to run the distance and run to all the bits. So I got to know the field really well the first event. And I've forgotten it since then. I'm still at a stage if you literally turn me slightly and let go, I'll be lost. So yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, then I died, respawned, went yeah. back, saw you. We sat down, hung out for a little bit, and then they were just like, "Well, thank you all for coming." Yeah, I, I felt. <laughs> Do you want to go home early? <laughs> I, I felt a bit bad because I, I did say to a couple of people I was standing next to, I was just like. I was waiting for someone else to just be like, "Should we just go home? Should we just go home?" Because we were there so early, and it was it was like very quickly that it didn't look like any because i was one of the first ones i was at the like, front of the line almost to get to respawn because i died so early and it just didn't look like from what the refs were saying it didn't look like we were actually going to get to respawn so it was that point i was just like i kind of just want to go home well like honestly by the time you would have gotten there and a few more people would have gotten there i think the main objective was already achieved within that time so, so well, maybe what that's was the objective i don't know I think I know a I'm little bit. Shit. I can't remember. <laughs> oh, shit. But if you see it, I might remember and be like, oh yeah, that was it. 
So um, I think we were like the Imperials have this. Um, they have a, an alliance sort of with the Thule, which is another barbarian nation. I think they're up north. Um, we've never fought, fought against the, the Thule um, no. uh, as um, players. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, th this is this is the reason why the Imperial Orcs had an issue last event. So if you listen to the last um, the last podcast on E3, you'll know that on the Sunday battle at E3, the Imperial Orcs just didn't turn up. It's because we were the Empire is making friends with the Thule, and they had slavers. Oh, sorry, they had s slaves. Sorry, they are slavers. Um, from what I can tell, I think I think in the plot, it's not really plot I'm that interested in as for my character just yet, so I've not really paid much attention to it. Apparently, they've released all their slaves, um, so we're still allies with them, but they're still I think they're still dicks. Basically, they're like we're not we're not treating them as like just a foreign nation. We're still treating them as barbarians. Um, but anyway, th this battle was to help the Thule, so we were heading in to either stop a ritual or send a ritual. Um, no, we had to perform a ritual, like it. as 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 yeah. in the monsters had to perform a ritual, and the Imperials had to stop it mm -hmm. from happening. That's what it. I, I, correct me if you listen to this and you're like, that's it way might, off. Might be the other I'm way around because that was sure, basically no. what we had to do on the Sunday. No, because when we were there, I heard someone like run back being like, we did the ritual. And like, I remember hearing that and being like, oh, cool. We did it. Yay us. Because <laughs> that's basically what we had to do on the Sunday. We had to stop the, the Druze from uh, performing a ritual. Yeah, because in the Sunday, we'll get to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I can't quite. I don't know. We'll I'm on. sure we had to perform kind of some sort of ritual we had to do something i'm sure and they were meant to stop us from doing it but we did it really fast and that yeah because we were all like fight yeah we did because we were all fighting wintermark and i remember being like wow it felt like all wintermark were in the woods over to the side but the ritual was happening over somewhere else yeah, so i don't it so quickly then yeah well, I didn't see the ritual. I didn't see Navarre, and I only saw some marchers. So I feel like maybe Navarre were sent around that way, but I don't know as well. Like, I, I had, I had the feeling I don't, I, I didn't really spend much time in Wintermark at all. But I spent a good time with like a good amount of time with marchers and Navarre, and it didn't really yeah. seem like it was that much of a bummer for anyone. I, I feel like everyone. Oh was no, just I like, don't think there was any real loss. I no, think, everyone was just yeah. like, nah, well, whatever, fuck the. F all and we you know they, i don't think they were that bummed it, it was which is contrasted to, to sunday um well yeah yeah we'll go there yeah because i mean i guess like last event there was a lot of losses within um the nations such such as wintermark this event what i will say is i didn't see many losses out on the field i don't know how many there were but as monstering i didn't see many um many losses yeah. I, I do, I quite like monstering um, as Yagara because we have that sort of Yotun ruling and I like the fact that from, from my, my understanding, from what they've said to me is that, you know, we're out there because we're fighting honourable fighters who are worthy of this fight and it's, you know, we're not out there to, you know, duel with them or to take prisoners. We don't do that. So I quite like it because I don't know how I would feel 
monstering as a druge because of the stuff that the druge do i don't know how i'd actually feel about monstering something as like evil as that <laughs> i think i feel less evil being with the Jotun. <laughs> yeah yeah that's fair should we move on from monsters because i've got i've literally got nothing else to say about uh the monstering yeah i mean like yeah because after that we kind of like headed back and we went got showered um in the good showers <laughs> love those showers yeah. and then yeah i think so we did that um and i came to meet you a little bit after because i think you'd gone to to navarre while i was like on my way back i think i don't know no no i i didn't i didn't go to navarre until like late on saturday um, ah okay yeah, yeah so no, i was off doing oh i'm confusing two days sorry sorry yeah two days yeah uh so yeah i i went off to what you were getting ready i think i i think i was just hanging out in dorm but then i i, I think you went up, to get food i went to get food yeah and then yeah i went off to the marches um the uh that's robin opening a, a can of beer everyone <laughs> <laughs> don't mute anymore because i think people actually muting. tune in for this sort of like sound it's just like for yeah. the beer i feel feel like we need to put like a uh what you call it warning at the start of all our podcasts now our visual ones <laughs> contains alcohol consumption <laughs> warning <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> so anyway um, yeah so I, I don't know the the timelines of all this but we will just do our best to try and piece it all together because we did a lot but we did a lot separate so i don't know whether you want to go first or i'll go first because you basically did the night protector tournament you were also around when there was another tournament going on and then we met up like in the evening so i don't know who you want what you want to talk about first okay so at the start because i was in my normal sort of kit at the start and then I got changed into the Black Knight stuff. I don't think we did a huge amount in that time. Within that time, I know that we hung out at this tent. We had something to eat. Um, somebody came up looking to purchase a, um, looking for a rose. And I can, um, that will, I'm giving that information now because that will circle around to the events I witnessed later. Yes. Luckily, I, I had a rose, so I sold them a rose. Um, this is quite interesting, actually, because um, they were looking for a red rose. And I was just going to be like, well, I'm not going to sell it. You can just have it. And I was going to just be like, yeah, no, just take it. And then I was like, oh, actually technically if i say to someone yeah here you go just take the rose am i then technically giving them a red rose because i didn't want to accidentally declare love for someone <laughs> so i was like actually yeah no i'll charge you for that um and we sat there we hung out for a little bit and then i'm not sure what you did like Oh no, you you were still there because I then got into my night protector um stuff. So I went into my black <laughs> night stuff, stuff. Is what yeah. I meant to say there. Sorry. <laughs> like, I got I, I got ready protector. for the night protector tournament. So what's the and night protector I, tournament, Robin? Yes. I what got is ready the night protector tournament. Sorry? What is the night protector tournament? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Sorry. Yeah. So I got ready for the night protector tournament um, and the night protector tournament is a tournament to decide the night protector of that particular season so this was the this was autumn so it's the night protector of autumn and that person is pretty much responsible for anything that threatens dawn and um, from that sort of realm 
I believe. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah. 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 Hey, you've gone for it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I just like fighting, guys. Um, yes. Yeah, so because I'm not a noble, I can't technically fight in the tournament. So I do something called black knighting. Now, black knighting is something that um, people in Dawn can do. Now, anyone in Dawn can black knight. The idea is you're covering your face or part of your face. You're wearing zero heraldry, so usually like complete black garb. It means that people in Dawn, because of the magic around it, they don't know who you are. Therefore, they do not know if you're a folk or noble, and that's how you get to go and fight in the tournament. Now, there's other sort of rules around this. So if somebody not from Dawn were to try and fight as a Black Knight, they would be seen immediately as an imposter. And um, so they, you, it's not like somebody else from another nation could just come in and fight as a Black Knight. The exception to all of this um, when it comes to seeing through the Black Knight um, magic is the children. The children are able to see what the adults are not. Yeah. So it's a really good mechanic. And I mean, obviously it is just so that, you know, little kids can obviously recognize people through what they're wearing. And it means they're not actually having to try and role play through that part. So... Yeah, I put on sort of black night. I wore a like black leggings, a black top, and I had my chainmail. But then what I do is I've got a veil over my face, which yeah. is quite cool because I am a changeling. I have antlers on, so the veil drapes over the antlers without causing any issue. A lot of people do wear like um like a mask around their face or, or like yeah like, a yeah, like a bandana. Yeah. But because I spend so long getting my makeup ready for being in character, I'm not about to tightly wrap Spear fabric around it. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, also a lot of people wear full like metal helmets and things. Again, something that I can't quite do with the antlers. There probably is a way of doing it, but I, I go for the veil. So yeah. so yeah, I got ready. Yeah, I, I I considered doing it as well, like beforehand. Um, but I just ran out of time on the lead up to the event to organize it, and I hadn't organized. It was low on my priorities of things to do, so I hadn't. Yeah. I hadn't like it wasn't really something that I was like oh, I really want to do this. I would have liked to have done it at some at one point. Um, but that's almost get tipping into spoilers for later. Um, so yeah, so I, so I missed most of this because I was off doing other things. I did catch, uh, I caught the end, I think, or mm. I think I caught like midway through and then was doing other stuff. So how, how did you find the, the fight this time? Well, at the start of it, um, I was kind of just sort of standing around and I had decided who I was going to fight for because... Why not yourself? Well, I was just about to explain that because last time there were quite a few Black Knights who clearly were there fighting for themselves. But this time it seemed very split up into three groups. Mm -hmm. And when I was there, I was like, I'm going to go in to fight for myself. Who cares? And then if I make it to the end, I will decide who I think, you know, I'll name a champion sort of thing. Um, but... When I was standing, I overheard somebody who was running for the position and I heard them just speak really passionately about it to 
their associates and uh, to people from their house and the passion coming from this person they were talking about it but there was such like doubt within them as well within their ability to do it I did feel like oh I I want to go and fight for them actually so I waited until everybody was in and I approached this person and I tapped their shoulder and I offered myself to fight for them and they were very grateful and accepted me Hmm? that's encouraging yeah oh yeah they were they were very grateful and um invited me to fight alongside them this person also had about three other black knights there as well fighting and the yeah yeah so then the tournament started um a few things happened with the tournament and I don't really know like how much detail I can really go into here um because obviously this is all stuff that happened um in character but we there was a few um a few agreements at the start of the tournament between some of the fighters which was quite interesting it was very like especially as a black knight I'm just standing there listening to you know nobles speak to one another about what their plans were and I was just like oh this is juicy I like this and then the tournament started and we started fighting um I did go down at one point but I was healed by somebody who was like inside fighting and I I did step out for a second to clarify this with someone and they went oh yeah you can keep fighting because you're healed by someone within there and I was like oh great so I went back in, I carried on fighting, I got off a few hits, I had a lot of fun, I backed my person, defended them as best I could, and eventually, yeah, I was properly taken out. Who, who <laughs> and took you out? You can remember. You don't have to say the name, but... I don't remember. All right, yeah. Um, I, I, I do. I just I do, kind of wanted to reckon... know how you were taking out instead of being like, oh, I was taken out. Okay, I was taken out by three people at once because I hit the person that they were defending. Ah, fair enough. Yep. The person that they had standing, I went for them and I got them and I got them down. And then they all, the three people that were there obviously defend this person just right on me. Like I was like, okay, down, oh my God. Yeah. I, 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 do like, <laughs> I, I do like those, the, the, how the tournaments are when they're a free-for-all like that, where there's no, it's just everyone v everyone, then there's all these like agreements and then there's all these little double crosses as well mm. as people like turn on each other and there's like- Oh, obviously... there was a lot of people turning on one another yeah. and it, it was really exciting. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's dramatic and it's Dornish and it's awesome. Oh, it, it was wonderful. Um, yeah, I got dragged out the side quite literally. They rolled me under the, <laughs> under the rope. They were like, just put your arms together. We're just going to roll you. <laughs> So they rolled me out, <laughs> healed me up, everything was great, and I like slipped away. Um, and yeah, um, carried on watching the rest of the tournament, which went really well. Um, the I, I can't quite like say exactly the person who won because the person who won, I believe, actually nominated someone, and I'm not a hundred percent sure, but it went really well. I was quite happy. The people I was fighting with were happy with the results. Um it, it went really nicely. Um I had a lot of fun. And yeah, I, after that I just kind of went and, and got changed and went back into being RNL. Yeah. What did you do? Oliver. Uh, well, I was I was actually just wondering around. I didn't. I don't think that 
time frame was overly fruitful for me. I think I spent a lot of time, I was actually looking for someone that I couldn't find for a little while. And mm-hmm. then I went up to the marches, but I went up to the marches a couple of times. Um, and I think this ha- maybe happened uh, before or after after what happened next to both of us. So after the Night Protector tournament, I'm sure, um, we were both in the Glory Square and um, someone came up to us and offered us a ritual. Um yeah, so we so one of the things that um, one of the downtime so downtime is something that you can do your um, online on the um, Empire website. You have your character sheet, and you can you've got your inventory, you've got your experience points, you've got this is where you do all your buying your skills, moving your inventory items, but also in between events. There's something called downtime. So you yeah. decide what your uh, what your resource is doing. So we both have military units now. You changed your military, didn't you? So yeah, I did. I had a mine before, which wasn't really fitting of my character, and I changed to a military. Unit. Yeah. So military units and fleets, they can choose to decide to do take certain actions. And there's a drop down menu on the on the website, and you can go. But before all that, you kind of know before the event what the upcoming things you can do is and there's lots of different options for everything and it's all like story driven uh so one of one of the things is to go off so the the navari are obsessed with the Valorn. so the Valorn are like i don't really know much about them which which is why i've kind of like this is gonna might be interesting game as well because i think people might remember me saying last time that godric has never seen a Valorn because i have never seen a Valorn in game either <laughs> as a player yeah. um i've just heard people talking about them and uh they're basically like evil i feel like they're just like evil tree people type things they're like tree yeah. white walkers aren't they <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah again like never nat- seen one yeah like natural zombie things whatever uh so the the, the navar absolutely hate them i'm a bit like how the dawn hate the druge and that's intensifying that's more recent history, like intensifying hatred towards the Druze that Dawn have, and we'll get to that later on. Um, but like Navarre have like a real issue with the Valorn. Anyway, one of the uh, things that have been going on with the Navari is in the the overall campaign is it looks like they are they're moving forward with learning more about the Valorn. So the Valorn, I think, come from like this thing called a Valorn heart, right? Or a I don't know whether they're a hive mind. I don't know. I kind of want. I don't want to read the wiki. I want to kind of find out more in game. Yeah, you're the same as me. I want to find out in game. Yeah. So um, there is a expedition that is going on. That so I I don't know. I don't know what's made it possible for us to get through. There's something that's made it possible for for us to get through Brickelliand and possibly see a Valorn heart. And it's like the first time anyone's seen a Valorn heart in hundreds of years. Um, So Valorn heart. I I feel like it's some kind of like hive mind um or a you know a, a nest or something that these belong come from um now uh navari can like wander anywhere because they have like these trods right but yeah we get bonuses because uh if our military units are from dawn because we've built a structure near brokelian which gives us bonuses so we get we get to get you know extra bonuses if we go along on this um adventure you know um with them <laughs> Anyway, a spring mage came up and was like, uh, so because we're going to get bonuses anyway, I can do this ritual 
Um, the ritual's called Merciless Wrath of the Reaver. And it will basically, mechanically, it is a spring ritual that um, pumps up your uh, military unit resource. Uh, sorry, your military unit rank, should I say. Yeah, um, by the th rank. By three. So basically, we were already going to get big you know rewards especially like i've got i've already got like a rank two military unit anyway um now there's like interestingly there was like there's like tiers so basically each military unit when you put your military unit to an army or to a cause um you have something called military strengths which is a number right and every time you and that's why people go around collecting military units because the more strength yeah. you have the more likely it's going to be successful and then there's tiers of success in certain things like this Thing we're going to do so the more military strength we have the more rewards we're going to get and like the top tier yeah. is seeing the Valorn heart which we don't really know they haven't really said in the wiki what exactly we're going to get if we do get to that military strength i'm assuming because all the navari were talking about it so i'm assuming there's going to be tons of military units thrown at it um we were pretty much convinced because I had spoken to a lot of Navari and because we got stories from them, I had already promised Navari that I, I would help basically yeah. uh, with this. Yeah, we, we, we made that agreement. Yeah, yeah. We wanted to help. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. So uh, we went off and did this ritual. Now this is my first time ever actually doing the, doing a ritual. I know you had been um, anointed before. Um, yes. This is my first time I'd been, uh, obviously like exercised or whatever that's slightly different uh very different but yeah it's this is the first time we i've gone through like this ritual role playing so we have to go yeah. up, you have to get to do these big rituals you have to go up to like the regio so the a regio is a it's it's a place it can be natural or it can be like man orc made i guess um and it's it's somewhere that is close it's almost been like touched by one of the six realms of, mm -hmm. of magic um so we have a regio in anvil to do these rituals funnily enough <laughs> so we went up to the ritual handy yeah we went up to, the, <laughs> we went up to the, the, the the regio and we uh yeah we did this you know you, you get to and, and the the mages that do these rituals like some of them are doing these rituals like all weekend you know so they get really yeah. quite good at them don't they and there's always like a queue to go and do these rituals uh, oh, how did yeah. you find it going through that Honestly, it was so intense. I mean, the spring mage who did our ritual, they are absolutely wonderful. Like the um the enthusiasm that they put behind it, the way that they carried it out, it was absolutely incredible. I didn't know what to expect. Um RNL's very naive character who does just simply, you know, play along with things. And if you know something is offered because Godric literally went to her and I'm like oh we should go do this and she's like yeah sure here's my money let's go you know so I didn't hear much of the pitch and didn't really know where we were going <laughs> you're saying, thing is you're saying Aronel I know you mean Robin I know you you do not mean I, I think I think I'm more genuine no, when I say when Aronel I say didn't hear the pitch <laughs> sure sure you would whatever you were there you were there <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's do I it. I get let's distracted. It. It's fine. So so we yeah, we went up and we we did um, the thing. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was a good cuz I wanted to go I wanted to experience that ritual anyway. So I was like, yeah, let's let's go do that. Um yeah. probably it's it sounds like a cool thing to do anyway. We've already promised cuz I I don't I never really want to commit my 
military units before timeout, um, or, or like really decide before the end of the event, if you know what I mean. So, because something might come up, and something did come up, sort of as well. Um, that was like, oh, but it was fine. We we put all our resources, and we owed favors, and so it made sense. To that's do that's it. the thing is, we both owed favors, yeah, and it was a way of doing that in game. And I quite like that. Um, but yeah, the actual ritual itself was intense. The, like I said, the role play was amazing from everyone involved. There was us and a few others involved within it. Um, it was a full performance. It was wonderful. Yeah. And then I, what I quote thought was quite cool was um, then after the ritual, we were informed that our emotions had um, been altered slightly for just for just for a few minutes. And um, what happened, Godric? Oh yeah, so yeah, we we were, we were told that basically after the ritual, because it, it's quite a, um, yeah, it's quite it's quite a what's what's the word violent ritual like the the nature of it is quite kind of violenty and energetic right so yes uh we were told that for the next like three it was either three or five minutes after the ritual we we would um want to solve everything with violence um mm-hmm. so yeah as we walked out um we did we did it as a, as a group um there was a few other people and i was just like right because uh, someone asked us oh how's the test of metal going and I was like, well, I was like, why don't we not just throw all this out and let's just throw down right here to decide who wins, you know? <laughs> so, we, so we had a fight next we to We actually throw yeah. weapons and then had a fight. And do you know what I love about this? So we are like in an area where there had been a lot of fighting and things and people have been trying to control it and sort it out. Everyone just walked past us. Here we go. Two Dornish fighting. There was a few concerned looks. They were like, what's going on here? Because people are like, oh, yeah, what? what is, are they being serious? I mean, we were laughing, but... Yeah, there was a lot uh, of laughing between us. Yeah, we, we were laughing. But yeah, we, we had a little fight and then we got over it. <laughs> we had a fight. We got over it. It was fine. We lost a couple no. of hit points. It was fine. It's um, fine. That's that's how we get through things. You know, that's how Dornish couples get through their, their problems. They have a sword fight and it's all good. Well, one of the things about us going on the skirmish on the Friday is that I felt like I scratched my skirmish itch, which sounds like some weird condition in the game, but it's not. So (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like some disease you could get on on a... uh... How's your skirmish itch, Godric? (laughs) Here's a traumatic wound card. You open it up. It has skirmish itch. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, damn skirmish itch. Um, so no, because we skirmished the night before, there wasn't any like, oh, you know, I want to try and get skirmished on the Saturdays. So we were like, oh, we've got plenty of time now to do to do other stuff. Um, and we weren't bothered about our hit points. So that was fun to have that little bit of um, running around. Uh, Robin, I know that you uh, saw a few things in the Glory Square that I didn't see. Yeah. That you told me about after. Do you want to talk about them? I've got a couple of things. Yeah, I know so, you do. Um, I might have muddled up the order of these in my head, but I it no, I've not. No, I've got it's all them. Saturday. So the first thing, um, so yeah, I went back and everything, and I was hanging around around the Glory Square. Um, I had one of the kids with me, and I was there with what? Oh, actually, before all of this, 
<laughs> when did the orcs come? Oh no, after that was where that was after that was that was late. It was trust me, it was late because I was with you. Yeah, you were with me, yeah. but I think that was before because then you went off. There was the. Can, well, can we um, talk about the orcs like after then? Because what I'm going to talk about happened before that. Okay. Or right, do you want me to go first? You go first. Yeah, you go first. Yeah, because I feel like I was with you after this, so it must. I think been... I think the the performance I watched was happening while you were doing whatever you were doing. Exactly. Because I came back and were like, "Oh, this they're coming this way," and then the orcs came after that. Oh gosh, yeah, I, I forget how much happened. Okay, do you know what? There was a performance. There was there was a show basically, <laughs> and I don't know at what point in the night this was because yeah. we weren't there together. Um. I know exactly where you were during this, though. You were off getting a story. It was, yeah. From someone, yeah. Okay, so this performance was incredible. Um, it was in the Glory Square, and we had seats and everything. It was like a, a theatre sort of performance, and it was role-playing out the event of the battle that took place at E2. So it was, this is what the events were. And... Everybody within there were playing other characters within within Anvil. And I must admit, the people who were there acting and performing, they really captured everybody so well. I don't think I've ever laughed so much, honestly. Um, so it captured all the details of the battle and it focused on two people and their story. And as it was going, getting into more detail and everything, the entire thing ended in a bit of a twist that I wasn't expecting. Maybe others were because the entire um, performance was to request a test of ardor. The entire thing was to request the test of ardor. <laughs> I was like, this is beautiful. And then I saw the red rose that had been purchased earlier <laughs> in the weekend being presented. And I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I was sitting there with one of the kids because I was literally explaining to this kid being like, oh, I was in this battle. Then, yeah, this is when this happened and everything. And we were like sitting there and it was absolutely beautiful. Like I really did love it so much. Um, so after we, after all that, I after the um, ritual, I went off to the marches and I spent ages at the marches. I was basically, I was just walking around trying to get stories of true love so they had like a national assembly um but after the national assembly they uh it's harvest time right so they have this thing called wassail which they is a celebration in the marches and they go around to every nation and they uh basically um share their yeah, the fr literally the fruits of their labor, you know? So they basically, it's a celebration of like, oh yeah, we've got the harvest. Um, they go around to all the different camps and it was a good opportunity because everyone was in a good mood to follow them around and yeah, uh, speak to them. Uh, everyone was in a, uh, everyone was in a, in a fantastic, like a very talkative mood um, when it came to stories of true love. I got a ton of stories. Yeah. Not any though that would pass the the test um in my mind uh I kept 
getting pointed to a story between someone and a marching general and they kept i kept getting this name because uh story like stories of true love isn't aren't things that are just kind of thrown around in the marches i i got one i got re one really good one just sitting at the bar waiting for the for sale for sale thing to to kick off um that was that was very close that one that was i would have actually given that one but i got another one and we'll get to that later um that was actually very close it was between that was actually between a that that was oh man now i'm forgetting it was between a marcher and someone from the brass coast i think yes because they were okay. a, they were a pirate um i got yeah so i got a good a good story there i spoke to i spoke to a marcher bard as we started walking uh doing the parade um as, as so i was walking that they, they it was really cool they wear all these they wear all these masks you know and it's usually when i was asking because i'm just like doing the tourist thing i'm just like so what, i was like what's the deal with the masks because they're all wearing masks but not like leagueish masks these are like uh, a little bit more comical so they you know they they have mass of like livestock and some of them put like sacks on their head and they're like oh yeah because it's all to do with like produce but some of them like i'm like well that's like that's a horse over there <laughs> it's like a horse's skeleton like <laughs> so, so some of it is like wait what um but anyway i spoke to this uh march of bard and i was like oh do you have any songs of true love and they were like mm, not not really but have you spoken to and i was like i know already know who you're gonna say uh they mentioned this march general again i was like i was like okay i was like okay well because everyone is asking for this is it the fact that everyone wants to know and this bard was like well yeah i was like well if i get the story do you want it for a song because it obviously is something within the march of culture that no one is asking because they're yeah. like everyone it's it's a thing that everyone knows it's a thing but no one knows the details because that's maybe not what the marchers do they don't share those type of details um and that's that's why it's such an interesting thing to talk to them about um so i was like right i'll try but because it's a general you know so and this this is the uh the problem we were coming up against before like you, you try and try and get trying to get stories off like really busy people in empire is difficult because you're then you're constantly tracking them down all weekend and trying to get get them aside for like half an hour to tell you a story is difficult but anyway i, I went with the marchers talking to them and they went i i followed them to varushka i followed them to uh, Nav uh navar um and then after that i knew they were coming to dawn and they told me oh uh oh yeah we'll be at dawn uh we're heading to dawn we're gonna do some tug of war and i'm like oh are you and i'm like well i'm pretty sure dawn doesn't know about this so then i toddled off to dawn um and that's why i saw you but i i've got to admit I, the time the time frames are obviously just so muddled in our minds because i literally thought oh. that was after i thought that was after all that other stuff had happened no um, because like i was actually not. thinking that and i've literally written it down here no the story just told happened way after all this because this yeah. all happened when it was light outside yeah and so when you, it was so you like must daylight. have been doing i don't know what you were doing when i was doing that then you must have been doing something else honestly i don't remember yeah you'll, you'll think about it <laughs> i i'm pro i i think i definitely i spent a lot of time 
wandering off and just chatting to people and hanging out with people so i was probably doing that to be honest so i got to dawn before the march and i was like by the way the marches are going to be arriving in a minute there was stuff going on in the glory square i'm just like by the way and no one was paying me any attention i was like well you said to me because you came to me you're like oh the marches are coming i was like why are they coming and you were like well they're just coming and i was like what's happening and you went off to tell everyone the marches are coming and i was like but what are they doing I thought it would be no surprise. I did say tug of war. I was like, we're going to do some tug of war. Well, I will say until we started getting the role part. I was like, oh my God, they're doing tug of war. <laughs> because yeah. I didn't realize they were. And then, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. So I was, I was, yeah, making sure that people were around this time to do the tug of war. Because when we did it with Navarre, I was like, not, not as many people were around in Dawn. <laughs> so I was like, so, uh, so th- this was the moment as well where uh, I had a real shift in my attitude um from so people who have listened before and heard me talk about brock's toll and how i had like my woes about brock's toll so we did the whole you know and the marches are in real good high spirits like i've already said you know they're, they're running around going, oh what's we'll we'll say and it's a it is it's a, it's a harvest festival right that's pretty much what it is um and so they they, they came up they they put the rope out and yeah we did uh dawn versus um the marches in tug of war and we kicked their ass like in the 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 main uh tug of war and yeah i was quite surprised by the attitude like we we beat them because they are like you know they're, they're gloating winners when they win the brock's toll but honestly what when we won they celebrated more than the dornish when we won you know and it was great and they were pouring us ale and they were giving us food and it was i was just like oh well this is yeah, I cause I'd never because we'd lost both times at the Brock's Toll. I thought, well, oh, well, they're not they're not sore losers. They've just come and they're just they're just enjoying the the event, you know. I must admit, like the way that they did it, like I I love I love my nation. I love that we're in Dawn. The way they did it at their side, everyone and anyone didn't matter who they were how strong they were. Everyone was grabbing that rope at their side. Yeah, we didn't do that. I just, Our I, side was no. like, I was like, I want to play, <laughs> nope. Nope. but I'm not really going to be able to go and play, am I? Because, you know, it's all the big strong people are there. Yeah, no. I, and I was I, just like, yeah, I, we... I felt like I couldn't jump in and grab the rope at any point in our yeah. side because of that sort of attitude. And I did feel a little bit like that and thought, oh, that's a shame because I overheard many other people in the crowd on the dawn I've been like oh I'd like to go and do it but you know they've, they've already got big strong people so we, we won't be able to go do it meanwhile on the marchers side anyone they were just welcoming everyone to come and jump on they didn't care about that and I did feel a little bit like oh yeah until, you know <laughs> yeah, until, in, in, until we redid it again like we, we had another go and we were like yeah. right okay let's get let's get the 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 same balance of testosterone and muscle muscle mass on both sides um, and then we were kicking their ass again, and then everyone in the marches just jumped in and just cheated and just pulled them across the line. But again, it was it was like in it was in good like everyone was having a good time. It was in good fun. Um, but I did say to a few people, a few Dornish, once the marches were leaving, I was just like, that should be Brock's toll. Like that that's that's the attitude we should all have in Brock's. It should be a tug of war contest. Fun. Yeah, you nominate who's going to go to the tug of war everyone arrives it's like oh yeah whoever wins we just celebrate because it's tug of war it's not like oh yeah what's allowed what knives are allowed what what's this allowed a shield allowed blah 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 it's just like right it's not martial it doesn't matter if you're wearing your armor or whatever it doesn't matter if you're noble or yo folk it's just a tug of war 
and it's quick, it's over and done with pretty quickly. It's a good, it's good laugh and go, all right, cool. They get the bridge. I think that's, that's. I, I think, I think Brock's toll should be decided when they come round for the sale, you know, because it's yeah. a celebration of um, the marches and the Dornish. Um, I think that would be good. I think, um, I think a tug of war would be like a lot of fun. Hmm. Although one thing I would say is that I think like, cause I know you just said there, like, you know, you want reels like with knives and everything else, whatever reels are all out of it. I do think it would be good if they did like a tug of war, but was like, you know, there has to be a 50, 50 split of um, gender identification or something. I think that is kind of important because I just feel whatever's a tug of war, I'm like, yay, tug of war. Not going to make the cut, am I? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I don't know. I think it's probably something we're going to have to, we're going to have to discuss because I, yeah, I thought, you know, tug of war would be a bit more straightforward than, um, a bit more straightforward than fighting. Um, but anyway, I think, I think what actually happened after that, I must have like buggered off somewhere else again, because I feel like the, cause I know the test of metal I missed. And then when I showed up right as it was ending, that's when the orc showed up. So I've got the order. Marches came first. And then now, yes, the orcs came between the test of metal and the wedding, like just between it, because, um, yeah, we were kind of like sitting waiting to the wedding and then uh, things changed. And the test was from the person who I do have permission to talk about because I have. No, I, I knew you did. Times. That's why I've been trying to set you up for it. Yeah, I just wanted to get the right sort of time because it is important when this takes place. Yeah. And um, there's a reason it takes place this time. So this is due to take place just before the the wedding, okay? So the person is um, Demarion, who is uh, was originally um, from Navarre and is testing into, he is being accepted within um, Don to change nations. Spoiler. Yes. Well, well, that's why he's got a test of metal. <laughs> well, you well, if he failed it, I'm sure he wouldn't have been accepted. No, no, case, no, no. 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 So he's accepted. He was accepted already by the Aggregor to Dawn. And now he's already testing into a house. Oh, Two right, different okay. things. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you could be accepted to Dawn and just be a UFO. Oh, wait. So, so the Aggregor didn't give him a test as well? No. What? Because he'd already passed. He'd already shown how Dawnish he was. Because this is a person who back at E2 had declared his love in the glory square for a Dornish noble and fair, was that's accepted. Dornish, yeah. yeah, that's pretty Dornish. He declared his love in the most beautiful way. And it ended in tragedy. Because of that, the Aggregard already accepted that no, you don't need to do anything else to show that you are, you know, testing into your true nation. So, he um, was actually testing into the, the, the same house that his love was part of. And he, um, the test that he was set was he had to find five Donish Earls to fight, no, four, sorry, four Donish Earls to fight alongside him to make up the five. And then he had to find five generals throughout Anvil. So the, so the four Donish Earls and him 
fought against the five generals. And he managed to do that. And they got it all set up. I love how yeah, you're like, like, he, just, weird... he managed to do like that. That is a, that's pretty impressive to get people wearing those types of hats all together. Like I yeah. couldn't even get a, a general to tell me a love story. Never I mind. Was just about to say, he literally called us out on that and was like, this is how you do a test of metal, just get it done. And we're like spending like several, several seasons trying to get this test of metal done. And he was like, yep, just freaking did it. Just got them all. And yeah, he did. He managed to get them all there. And um, yeah, so I went, I, I got there. It already started when I got there. So wherever I was, I was running back to make it in time. And I got there and it, it started and I got to stand there and watch and honestly I've never seen anyone so happy in the glory square fighting like he just looked like he was happy to be there like he was just <laughs> so happy to be there yeah and I was like watching him fight was absolutely incredible um but yeah they fought and um, it didn't really matter which side won. But, you know, the, the test was to get all these people together in the glory square and to put on. Is that a preface to he lost? No, it's oh. not at all. No. Okay. I, no. I, I, don't, I, I am I'm discovering this as you're telling the story. I don't know Oh, right. Sorry. I, was, I, thought, yeah. I thought you knew it. Sorry. I wasn't no. There. no. No. Um, so it did the part of the test, from my understanding, is it didn't actually matter which side won or lost the the test was actually to bring all these people in there and fight um and i am free i'm doubting myself now but i'm pretty sure at his side won yeah. um i'm pretty sure there were donish um errols left standing at the end of that fight and all the um generals have been taken out um nice it was a lot of fun there was some really like um fun fighting techniques there was so many different people with different abilities in there it was exciting to watch there was a lot going on it was a really beautiful fight a really well put together fight and yes that is um what was to lead straight into the wedding but something happened next so did you come back at this time yeah i i, I arrived as the orcs were arriving Right. Yes. No, because you arrived just before then, because I think you arrived and we were all sitting in the tent and we had a kid with us. And the kid was like, um, because um, they'd like walked out down the path and they came back and they were like, uh, Aranel, there's orcs in dawn. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure, there's the orcs in dawn. Don't worry, there's maybe hanging out. And, they were like, and then they were like, no, there's like a lot of orcs. Yeah. But I came out of the tent to go and have a look. I was like, you're right. That's a lot of orcs coming into dawn. How about you come back here with me? We'll see what's happening. So, in anticipation for the orc story, um, I want to take a break. Um, oh, okay. So I can get some drink. Um, we'll be back in two seconds. And we're back. So yeah. So the the imperial orcs came round um, to dawn. Now they were doing something. I'm, I don't know whether they did this to every nation. I just assumed they were maybe doing it with every nation, but they did, yeah. Yeah, so they were doing a little bit something similar to the to the marches, and I'll talk about that in a second. But they basically it was their oh man, sixty year, yeah, sixty year anniversary of yeah being being fr freed as slaves. Um, so they um 
they came around to dawn and they stood in a big circle in the glory square and they basically showed their appreciation for uh dawn and how how the dornish had relinquished their orcish slaves um in past generations and they shared stories um of their history with dawn uh, whether that be themselves in recent history or um whether it be their family members that uh you know had something to do with dawn and then they yeah. opened the floor up for anybody in dawn to tell stories about um yeah tell stories about dawn or in particular their house or personally experiences with the um imperial orcs as a nation or yeah also on a personal level um which i thought was just really great you know it was really lovely they created this wonderful um circle there within the glory square and many people were able to go in and speak and, and and talk about things and they um they showed their their appreciation as we all showed ours it was really lovely actually yeah yeah uh and <laughs> uh, i think the the story the story of arnel going over and uh talking <laughs> to the orcs um about My friends <laughs> about her test of metal <laughs> and talking about Godric being like, oh yeah, you know, he's a great fighter. This is exactly what he looks like. I thought, uh, I don't know, almost got me killed last time or at least beaten up. Um, so that, that story thread has not disappeared. Um, oh no. Yeah. So uh, one of the, as the circle was going on, we were like stood watching and one of the Iron Tide uh, clan orcs, this is clans, right? Is it clans? Clan, yeah, yeah. One of the Iron Tide clan came up and was like <laughs> to Aronel. <laughs> Didn't even say hello to me, but was just like, <laughs> like, is this the one with the shield? <laughs> and you were yes, like, he... you were like, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's him. He normally has the shield is over there. <laughs> I'm just like out of character. I knew exactly what was going on, but I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, all right. And there was a bit of back and forth, and then he told us off and goes to get shield from one of his. Um, He'll say he toddles off. He toddles <laughs> off. That's exactly how Godric would describe it. So he toddles <laughs> off, uh, goes to get a shield to show me, and he showed me the uh, the Iron Tide. I'm assuming it's the Iron Tide emblem shield. Yeah. Uh, oops, symbol, sigil. Symbol. Yes. Yeah, so about, um, I think it's symbol. I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, I'm sure on, it's on the shield and. He was like, well, if you want to know how to fight with a shield, like, if you see this, you know people know how to fight with a shield. If you want to learn how to fight with a shield, I'm like, yeah, anytime, anywhere. And I was like, I was like, I'm going to clock that symbol on that shield for, because I knew the next day we were fighting with the Imperial Orcs. So I'm like, I'm like, I am, I am, yeah, clocking that symbol. Um, so that was a fun, that's a fun little story thread that can, that will definitely continue a hundred percent. And, uh, one of the things that I picked up on, so... Um, what, what I just appreciated was that the orcs came around and they showed knowledge of our nation and, uh, yeah, their relationship with Dawn, you know? Um, and they, they were like, yeah, we, we, uh, we've enjoyed hosting, uh, many Dornish knight errants coming to do tests of metal because uh, one of the common things with tests of metal is, uh, 
combat and going in and the orcs have fighting pits you know yes. this whole pit they have this whole pit fighting thing that i've yet to experience or see um and it's a big thing for like tests of metal as well and they were like we welcome anyone in you know we, we look forward to uh generations of dornish knights coming to test their metal in the fighting pits in the imperial orc camp and i'm just like i'm like that is what I'm doing next season. <laughs> That's... Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. like I didn't even know it was a thing. And yeah. then when they were there, it's a the fact that they were so like, you know, this is fun for us. We like to fight. Come fight with us. Have fun. It's, uh, you know, just test test your skills with us. You know, yeah. and it was just so lovely. <laughs> so this is this is my. I mean, this is maybe a little bit of game that I can get into um, because then I had experienced. Uh, that and I experienced the uh, the march of Wassail all the way around the Empire. Previously, we'd experienced something similar with the Navari in spring when they came around. Um, you know, they went around uh, mm -hmm. Anvil. Uh, we experienced also something similar in winter because Highguard were walking all the way around Anvil with their... Is it Festival of Dead? Day of the Dead, Festival of the Dead. I don't remember the name, but yes, they yeah. were doing that. Festival and then the also La um, E3, Verushka were also walking around with something as well, because I kind of like stumbled upon it while I was waiting to speak to them. <laughs> yeah. So, it, so like when, you know, High Guard were doing it, it was like, that. you know, it was all about uh, you would hold a, I think it's like a lantern or something to represent people that you had lost. And, you know, that they were showing the whole empire like we're helping the empire uh deal with things like death the orcs came round to all the nations and went this is what we're a part of the empire this is what we bring to the empire and this is what we appreciate about your specific part of the empire the marchers came round with their produce and they showed we grow all the food for the empire this is this is we're celebrating and we're showing every nation the empire what we bring to the empire and I'm like, people have these thoughts about Dawn, but we don't do anything like that. Like we have, the closest thing we have is like the Night of Flowers, which is on purpose confusing. It's confusing for people in Dawn. Yeah. It's a lot of the time it's actually, I would actually say it's actually provocative. You know, whether it's provocative in yes, a in a anger sense, but it can be romantically provocative. And it's that that's not a, oh, do, we're celebrating Dawn and we're celebrating Dawn's place in the Empire. That's just us being like, oh, I want to send this message to this person. Well, like that was one of my interactions and um, with the same the same um, Imperial Arc actually twice now. They've, they've, re they've um, told me the story of when they were presented with um, flowers from dawn and their their description was beautiful. You know, they described it as um, being presented by a dead with a dead plant to show love. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, I was like, this is, it kind of made me laugh so much, but I felt bad because they had actually come to John to search the meaning behind this and actually took out, you know, those steps. And they, to this day, still don't didn't yeah. fully understand the meaning of it. I mean, I'm, and I'm like, why not? What are we yeah. doing? That's not really. Well, like... yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that the, the flower festival shouldn't be a part. I think that should. Um, but one thing that, we bring to the empire that we point we seem to have like the uh, yeah obviously we're the thing is obviously we're we're very good on the battlefield 
They bring the clank. The clank. But we bring <laughs> other stuff. And that's the thing that when people go, oh, what will we do? That's a problem. Because it's just like, that's a bad thing to say to a whole empire and be like, oh, the marchers bring the food. You know, this is what the orcs bring. This is what Barushka brings. To be like, as a nation, oh, I don't know what we would tell the other nations what we bring um, is an issue. But I think it doesn't matter what we could have more because obviously the the marchers will be like, oh, we bring food, which is very important. But this test of metal has pointed out something very obvious is that, yeah, like we we bring stories of love. Like we, we yeah. hold love in parallel to, it's not a virtue, but it, every virtue, all love aspires to each virtue, you know? And we yeah. should be... Going okay, and it doesn't. We don't have to just be like, oh, it's just love we bring, or it's just like uh, fighting prowess we or tactical prowess we bring, or it's um, yeah, what what whatever or any other part of dawn that we feel like where we bring to the empire. It can be a celebration of all those things. Uh, but I think it's something we should probably do. I mean, I think it's something we could we could expand it through the flower festival. I think that's probably a good time well, to do it yeah exactly and like we say love and it, love isn't just romantic love love is you know what love is the reason that people go out to fight love for their nation love for their family love for their siblings their parents their children yeah. and yes the romantic love as well but it's yeah. what kind of it's what sparks so much and i think through finding all the different stories throughout anvil when you ask for that story of love, I have received so many stories. I received a story from Wintermark about this love shared between these brothers that would have died for one another on the battlefield. Yeah. I I was told love of people within Navarre of the first time they, you know, realized that they were in love with someone. And it's just... Oh. Yeah. It's absolutely beautiful. And I mean, I think that deep down, that is the reason that we're all out there fighting. Well, I would, but a lot of the Dornish would say that. Like, it's it's great, great deeds are eternal, right? And it doesn't yes, always have to be about... great deeds are eternal. It doesn't have to be about romantic. When we see love as well, it's not always romantic love. I mean, uh, th there's other types of love. I mean, the one I get, like, there's one love that the marchers all told me about and... I won't speak about that till we talk about the Sunday because it's about no. what happened on the Sunday. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, I mean, this is this is delving into like in character stuff that we should really discuss in character. It, we're just brushing on that now, but I'm kind of I've got this thing in my head where I'm like, well, sh you don't want to be like, you don't want to encroach on things like songs and stories because that's like a that's its own thing over in Navarre. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, but even if we went round and basically created like yeah created a circle created a flower circle and be like this is your opportunity people of the people of rushka if there's if there's any anything you want to share with someone you love be that a child be that a spouse be that um be some, that someone so you have feelings for someone is not even here anymore yeah you even know, even even if you just like oh yeah share a story or here are some flowers if you wish to come take a flower and give it to someone you can see around this circle then 
then do that, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it's something that we can bring because we've literally gone to every single nation, you and I, as Dornish people. And when, as soon as we talk about true love, they instantly go, oh, you're Dornish. That's something we yeah. bring to the empire. We bring we bring that that type of passion. Uh, it's a, and it's a different, it's a different uh, way of showing passion. But it is something that also... It is connected to the fact that people go, oh yeah, glory charging, and some, it's it it sucks that sometimes people say it as a, as a negative. They're like, oh yeah, you know, they're just kind of glory hounds that, just run off suicidally, and it's like, no, that's no, no, no. there's no glory in that. <laughs> no, no, being suicidal is is not. There's no glory, but, uh, dying for love is, you know, and you don't know what yeah. what's in someone's head, you know, until you ask them, you know. And that's it, the thing. It's 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 the fact that. I don't know if you would agree with me here, Oliver, that when you were asking for stories of love and like that, that response of you're, you're Danish, it's because there is this sort of understanding within the nations that within Dawn, love is regarded so highly, but it's also regarded extremely highly in every nation from what I experienced. And I had a lot of people saying to me, I have a story, but I just don't feel it's yeah. on the standards. And they tell me the story. I'm like, oh my God, that's it's the beautiful. most moving thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and don't, like, I, I don't want to be missing, because maybe I just need to think about this in character and out of character a bit more. I don't want to say like, we bring love, we're the only ones who love. I mean that we bring, that's the, what we bring is the, uh, yeah, is the tools to express what people are feeling. Because my time in the marches, it wasn't as if people just didn't want me talking about love. It was just that they were like, oh yeah, you should talk to that person because I actually, I, I got the feeling they want to know these stories too. Um, but it isn't within the, the the way they're role-playing their culture that it's just, it doesn't come out. And then obviously you've got people, like people in the Brass Coast, people in the League, where you've got, you know, other layers on top of it. And we're kind of flipped in that way. So, yeah. It's that, it, it's not that Dawn brings love. It's that Dawn brings the opportunity to share that love. And yeah. like you just said, when when I went to Uruzim and I was speaking of love, it was like, it wasn't just that I got a beautiful love story. It was that somebody had finally had the opportunity to share that story. I feel like that story had been there for a very long time and they just didn't have the opportunity to share it. And I'm like, wow, yeah, like that sort of that moment, that sort of like come here and tell us, you know, or tell the person that you want to tell or, you know, again, and it's, it doesn't have to be a person, you know, like to, to love your own nation is also true love like you know to be willing to go out and fight and die for your nation i i assume we all love our nations enough to be able to do that but i think it's just quite cool that we have that sort of opportunity our test of ardor is literally an excuse for one person to walk out in front of others to prove it yeah and to prove themselves to the other person because they want love to have that challenge they want to show how much they love someone and i think us taking that to other nations is incredible i think that would it be is. a really good idea it is right we, we've gone for like an hour and 20 minutes now do, do we want to do like a a stopping point because the next few things i do want to 
go into a lot of detail. We're still on the There's Saturday. So much more to do on Saturday. Um, do Do you want to like do give ourselves a stopping point and the, but then carry on? So we'll give ourselves a stopping point for this episode and then carry mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're we're going we're going to stop this episode here, um, and then we're going to carry on with the Saturday. This might be a four part series. I think I'm pretty sure it's going to be a four-part series. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for uh, joining us on this episode. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you for part two of Saturday. Bye, Rob. See ya. (laughs) If you enjoyed this show, make sure that you follow and subscribe so, you know, you know when a new episode is posted. Um, you can leave a review you can share it around it would really help us out and you know we appreciate you doing that and remember you can catch us live on twitch.tv forward slash to have underscore to roll that's the number two and, and roll is into role play thank you very much for listening <laughs>